Ready to build better benefits that maximize employee wellness? Join Infirmary Health and Rx Benefits June 4th ASHRA webinar as they discuss actionable advice for developing pharmacy programs with your pharmacy resources, how to build internal and external partnerships that boost employee wellness, and what pharmacy trends could impact future benefit design for all HR leaders. Register today. To learn more about Rx Benefits, visit employers.rxbenefits.com or click the link in show notes. Asher listeners, welcome to another episode of the Asher podcast. We are still live here in Savannah at the Asher Executive Summit. Wonderful place. You need to get here next year. Uh, check us out. We'll actually be in this next guest neck of the woods in April for the Asher conference. So if you want to meet her in person, I don't want to, you know, she, I hope you're coming, but we'll find well, out. Well, so we're obligating her we're, now. We're obligating you now to join <laughs> and it's closed. So I'm coming and I'm bringing some of my favorite peeps with me. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. All right. So get uh, Listeners, we have Felicia Miller with us today, who is the Executive Vice President and Chief Talent Officer at Parkland Health in Texas. Uh, I've seen Felicia at a bunch of conferences that I've been on, and I've never had a chance to sit down and talk to you. Uh, I know some of your team members really well, so Dr. Delancey Johnson. I've had awesome conversations with him, who uh, just actually recently won an award for helping folks uh, with, uh, with um, you know, different backgrounds to actually get jobs in the health system. Uh, so they're just doing a great thing for folks out there for just for people, the humans, right. And the organization. Yeah. He got recognized by the Texas diversity council. How about that? Yes. So Felicia, welcome. Tell us about Parkland health. Tell us about you. I'm excited. Okay. Well, Parkland health is amazing. I've tried for 20 years to be employed there and finally the stars lined up and God answered my prayer. We've got over 14,000 employees. We have employed physicians. We have university medical center, uh, docs that practice there. We have, um, in that 14,000 employees, I mean, they range from being nurses, uh, to plumbers, to food service staff and everything in between that you can think of. Sure. We're like a mini city. We're a 800, almost 900 bed hospital, licensed beds. And um, we cover a whole heck of a lot of um, uh, territory in Dallas County and surrounding counties. So how many hospitals total? Or is it just one? It's just one hospital, but wow. we have 80 some odd clinics, okay. outpatient okay. and community clinics nice. and a few school based clinics. I was just thinking 14,000 for one hospital. I was like, wow, that is a massive that would be a large hospital. Undertaking. That is very cool. Thank you. So tell us a little bit. We were chatting beforehand, right, about one of your biggest challenges that you're facing right now. And it's not one that we typically get. So tell us about what that challenge is. Well, it's health equity for my employees. Health equity is one of our strategic pillars in our strategic plan for the hospital. And it applies to our patients, really, in our community. And so we hire annually uh, 4,000 people. About a third of them come from some of the highest socioeconomic need zip codes in Dallas County. And so those same folks, we hire a third of the 4,000. They actually, when you look at our medical profiles, they look a lot like the community. Our sure. top four issues are cancer, obesity, hypertension and diabetes. Mm -hmm. And so in that, looking at our, our medical profiles, we have a lot of work to do about building health habits, prevention, 
wellness, um, and everything in between for our staff. I I tend to work in some of the uh, support departments during uh, storms and ice storms and things like that. And I get to work side by side with folks who um, arguably have had vision and um, dental insurance for years and never used it. So it prompted us last year. Dr. Johnson did a great thing with his benefits leader. They contracted uh, dental services and vision services to come to the campus quarterly. And we have had all those slots filled. So next year, we're having them every month. And I think we're trying to plan for 2025 some space for them to house like we do our employee health center Mm -hmm. and provide easy access for all of our staff. So it's looking at your needs, um, looking at our community health needs assessment and profiling that next to our employees. It's about having health habits, having good health prevention and utilizing the benefits they pay their premiums for every month. Yeah. And so health equity is huge in, in on, on my agenda. I love that, right? We were talking earlier, uh, Luke asked a question, and, and I had to go back to my military days and, and thinking that the military is often ahead. I don't know that everybody looks at it this way, is often ahead of where the market by, could be by 20 years, that they're doing things that now people are, people are saying today, like health equity and access, like how do we accomplish this? And I go back to like, man, you know, it's it's outrageous to me that we that this happens, right? Because I remember back then, you know, you had a clinic right next. I mean, there were numerous clinics on the base, clinics assigned to this unit, right? You want to talk about utilization through the roof by everybody. And, you know, I was an Army guy. The Army is full of all people from everywhere. Right. We are a representation of mm-hmm. this country and even other countries. Yeah. Um, but because of the access, this is a benefit that you have. Oh my gosh, were you ever were you ever behind on a physical? No. Were you ever behind on your immunizations? No. Were you ever behind on your dental care? No. And one of the things that we had, right? We had metrics, and it was measured. And commanders were were um, they were um, reviewed. They're part of their performance. Go right up on the wall in your staff meetings to say, hey, you're only at seventy percent of everybody having their dental done, right? You're every single person. 100%, right? It, you got it's got to be done. It's got to be done. I if if we're not healthy, how can we take care of our patients? Right. If we look unhealthy, how in the heck and are we an exact, example? 100%. And that was exactly right, right? This all had to do with being healthy because we can't go to war and defend this country if we're not healthy. Right. Right? So how can we take care of our people if we're not healthy? If you're not healthy. And so bottom line is you know, health is not promised to everyone. Right. Um, and we have benefits, full benefits. We try to pay a living wage. Um, and so looking out for their health is something that I'm dogged about. I struggle with my weight. I walk across campus to meetings. Um, I try to stand in the healthy line when we have the fried chicken line out the door. <laughs> yeah. um, and, you know, really, really try to be a living and breathing example. But um in their common life, health equity is not, you know, it's not part of everybody's life. But when you could take, help people take care of their mental health, their physical health, and their spiritual health, it doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. You know, you change the trajectory of people's lives and generations that follow them. And that's what I want my legacy to be. You know, I, my parents raised me to leave wherever you are better mm-hmm. than when you got there. And that's my hope is that lives are changed for the better. 
And maybe when they think about me, they'll have a smile and say, you know what? She, she got on me to get my knee fixed. She got on me to get that physical yep. or that well check. So That's is great. that what drives you? Because I, I want to play devil's advocate here because I think everybody's on board. What you're doing is incredible and I love it. But the devil's advocate part is what you're doing is a very easy thing to ignore especially for an organization that is one of the it, not only is it easy to ignore it is it's impossible to fix if we're being real you can make a difference it is going to be impossible to get a hundred percent towards the goal to that right so what, what you're doing I, I love what you're doing but I, maybe that's why it's rare right i mean it's answering my own question is it, but to me, it's just how do you get other people on board for that? Because it is so hard and it is so easy to ignore. There's other things you can do that would get more notoriety, that might have more revenue coming in for the health system, etc. You could justify it a million ways. You're not doing that. <laughs> Let me tell you, uh, money talks. Yeah. Okay. So our medical spend is huge when someone comes in with stage four cancer that they could have found on you know a preventative colonoscopy that's mm -hmm. not free um bottom line is our our medical spend is out the door and so we've got to figure out what is the root cause and some of that is late stage diagnoses right yeah the other part is our pharmacy spend is off the chart for our patients we are taxpayer funded for our patients and our staff uh, one of the vendors that we heard today, I'm bringing them to talk to my folks because money talks. The CFO looks at our benefit spend and our prescription costs. Our CEO certainly wants to take that money and put it back into our employees' pay and incentives and education nice. and advancement in their careers and teaching them things like conflict resolution, um, unconscious bias. And things like that. So they can take that and use it in their personal life, right. not just at work. So right. those are the investments we want to take excessive spend and put back into our people. Amen. Wow. You're doing something awesome. Thank you for doing this, Felicia. You're I welcome. It was funny, though. I was born and raised in San Antonio, so I grew up with military folks. Mm -hmm. I grew up with biraciality all my life. I was a 1963 baby, so I'll be 60 this year. So think about all those years back. Yeah. And think about how far we've not come today. <laughs> right. But everybody can be a little bit more healthy than they are today, regardless. Yeah. So, you know, if I can't do that, if I can't get people jazzed about that, dollars get people real happy, especially when I can put them back in their pay or yeah. back in investment in them. That's right. So I got, I got a lot of people on board. I mean, it's, it's going to be fun. I'm looking yeah. forward to this last nine years of my career. I plan on retiring at 70 in December of 2033. I might be on a scooter. I might be on these two fixed knees, but um, I'm going to be there. And I, and I want to be healthy when I'm standing in front of folks as healthy as I can be. And I want to see some folks that perhaps are not healthy today. I want to see them there a little bit healthier then. That's awesome. Great. Wow, that's amazing. This is good. Well, for the next portion, it was quickly becoming one of my favorite portions of the podcast. Uh, we have a section called what would you do? And it's the gray area of HR where there really isn't a clear winning situation. Sometimes it's a lose, lose, but like, which one is the, the, the least of the two of them, like the, the least risk, but isn't that really just HR at the end of the day? HR is all gray. I tell uh, legal, I said, you, you deal in legal versus illegal. And then you tell us how much risk 
depending on how much we want to take. Right. I said, I deal in the gray every day. It's emotions. It's optics. It's yep. all great. That's I, I function in the gray. So yep. I'm used to it. Bring all it right. On. All right. So I got one for you. This isn't the one we discussed earlier, but I, I think it's more in your wheel. You're going to crush it. I know you will. So we have a hiring manager, right? A leader that is not in direct patient care. It's one of the resources portion of the of the health system, right? Now, for the jobs that they're hiring for, you can have a criminal background. Like if you check the box that, yes, I have, and it just, you know, it goes within your own policy, that's totally fine. However, this particular hiring manager has not hired one person with a criminal background, and you are now getting complaints from your coworkers saying that it is rampant. And not only that, there have been people that have been better qualified that aren't getting the job. And they think it's because of that. Now, that hiring manager isn't admitting that that's the case. They're always leaning back and saying, no, this person was better qualified over here. Or this person could make it work with their schedule better. Offering no accommodations, really. A real gray area. How do you handle that scenario? Well, I I think I've had one like that before. It's been a long, long time, though. But... um, Many times, uh, folks with criminal backgrounds, um, sometimes they've had issues when they were younger, you know, and now sure. they've had, you know, great track records. Um, typically, the leader was an older leader, a more senior leader who had, you know, a set of values that was um, kind of high, but um, tended to almost be discriminatory. Sure. And so all of us know that... Um, the Fair Credit Reporting Act and all that where it's obvious that um, many people of color struggle with bad background checks. And so you really need to um, do a better job of screening people, you know, one case at a time. You know, like, I'm sorry if you robbed a bank, you're not going to be get a cashier's job, you know, but maybe you could have another job that doesn't sure. involve money or, or monetary, you know, uh, entities. Um, so we always... We know we know about being fair. We preach that to our leaders. And I would have to bring that leader in for a discussion to say, look at the patterns that you've demonstrated. Um, and you've even had some complaints. No, I'm not going to tell you through who from where, but we're, we're seeing a pattern in what you're doing. And here's the impact. So we're going to watch you very closely. Stop asking these people about criminal record because we do that on background check. You know, that's our job. So um, I ask for a commitment. I tell them I'm documenting. And next time this happens, we're going to have another discussion. And um, it will be with their boss because I will report it. So that's what I do. I like like your answer to that. And I think that sadly, I think it's something that happens all the time. Mm -hmm. I really do across the country. Um, I'm a big proponent of just saying, I don't care if you look, if you've done the time, I think it should be washed clean. Mm-hmm. I just we, do. we actually hire, um, and again, to Dr. Johnson's credit, we work with a, uh, deflection center, which, um, actually houses and rehabs folks who have had, uh, uh scrapes with the police or, or in jail. Um, they get clean, um, they get counseling and they need jobs. Mm-hmm. And we have jobs that folks can do, even with the criminal background. And sure. so we work with that deflection center and, and their social, I think their social services and their executive director. And so when they're ready, 
we actually have open doors and positions for them and they can be trained. And of course, there are some jobs you can't go into if you have certain things in your background. But um, no, they can do anything they they almost anything they would like to do or be as long as they have a good work ethic, you know, and they adhere to our rules and, you know, welcome patients as they come and visitors. So, yeah, I, I, I I'm, I'm just here. Like I said, people need people for health care. Right. And what I tell orientation class every Monday is that everything you bring, each one of you brings something different. If you come from homelessness, you can better to help us take care of our patients. If you come from affluence and you have more education or you know how to deal with people and you've been trained and groomed, bring that too. And everything in between, because it makes our patients and our each other's lives richer for it. Uh, yeah. Amazing. On that note, Felicia, just seri- seriously, thank you for everything you're doing. You're doing something great. I hope people tell you that every day. They do. They Even do? patients. Good. Even good. patients. They said, thank you for, for whatever you do. I don't know what you do, but thank you. <laughs> good. That's good. Well, to the 70,000 listeners out there, like sincerely, thank you for what you do. Uh, thank you for being on the show. I'm looking forward to getting to know you better. For the rest of the week, I know we have dinner. We'll walk around on a tour. So, just really looking forward to it, and grateful that we had the chance to finally meet after passing at different conferences. So, you're well, always welcome. You. Back. Thank you. Thank I, you. Very I had much. fun today. Bo, Good. Bo and Luke. I kind of maybe expected to see y'all in jeans and maybe boots, but I'm just showing yep. my age. It reminded me of Dukes of Hazard. That's right. Of course. Okay. Yeah. We get that all the time. <laughs> no, I got the, I got the boots. It actually and works jeans for us, in my hotel room right? upstairs. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And wear your boots when you come to Fort Worth now. Yeah, that's oh, right. Because I'm going to wear mine. Can we get custom fit hats together? I think so. Yeah, I think we should. I think, we, I think They've we got great hat and boot stores, Western Wear over there in Fort Worth. Uh, Letty's is a great boot maker yes. over there. Wow. And I used to work in El Paso, so I have my share of Lucchese's. Mm-hmm. So, you know, from the outlets now. That's awesome. But, oh, that's yeah. great. Well, Felicia, thank you so much. Asher listeners, that's a wrap. Still listening? Save your seat for the upcoming June 4th ASHRA webinar with RX Benefits and Infirmary Health today. Questions for the speakers? Send them ahead of time to ashra.edu at ashra.org.